happy Valentine's Day, Samantha. Happy Valentine's Day. God, happy day of love. Right? How are you? Fantastic. Can't complain. Wish I had my power red lipstick on, but I'm not quite there yet. So I will, by the end of hopefully this conversation, have my red lips on. Um, yeah, for Valentine's Day, especially the day of red and pink chocolate hearts everywhere. Red and pink heart cards, heart wrapping paper, pens. I don't know. You name it. It's out there. It's Valentine's Day. Did you know that the, um, the heart became a symbol of love like back in the 14th century? I did not. Yeah. So fun fact. Fun fact. And I guess in the original depictions, actually, it was, it was held by the point. It was held upside down, by the way. Hmm. Fun things to learn. Um, but today, uh, we're going to celebrate Valentine's Day. We're going to talk about love. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about hearts and all all things um, all things Valentine's related. And we have with us today uh, Lisa Rueff, who is CEO, founder, and I love this one, Chief Love Warrior for the Collective Hearts Company. But Lisa, you have so much more in your love bucket besides your amazingly beautiful hearts. I want to talk about the jewelry. But I want to talk about all the other things that go with it for you. So welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you too. I'm grateful to be here. With her hearts on, she looks amazing. You can't <laughs> see her, but she is rocking it. The ring, the hearts, the, um, the, the heart ring. That's one of my favorites, actually. Yeah. Armed with love. I love that. Tell me, let's start with collective hearts because I do see, uh, first of all, I love your pieces and I see them everywhere and not just in our world here in Marin. I've seen them out and about in other states and other locations. And it always kind of warms my heart a little bit to know that um, the local the local product is getting out and about in the world. Uh, and it just, it, it well, it warms my heart. So tell me how collective hearts, uh, tell me how you got started with that. So Collective Hearts began, um, I, I had created a board game prior to creating the Collective Hearts story. And the board game is called Sparked. And the game is all about bringing people together in real time to feel celebrated, uplifted, connected, inspired. Um, there's eight categories to the game, gratitude, love, adventure, inspiration, generosity, um, <clears throat> passion. And the card has over 225 very thought-provoking, meaningful, inspiring cards that uh, every time you play it, you go on this really amazing journey. And whether you're playing with friends or colleagues or family members, strangers, it's, it's amazing. And when I came up with the idea of the game, it was um, in, in 2000 and what year is this? It was, it was started 22. It was 2016. And so um, I- <laughs> They all run together. So I get you. that question. <laughs> Last couple of years, especially. But I, when I came up with the game, I um, people used to light up when there were certain questions asked. And one of them in particular, um, what do you believe is the most uplifting thing happening in the world today? And then things started happening with politics and things became more divisive. And I was like, wow, there really needs to be more visible love in the world. So I had this idea, um, I, you guys can't see me, but I'm wearing this really big heart. And I had this idea, a friend of mine is a jeweler, if, if I could um, 
if she would make a really large heart for me. So I traced it on a sheet of paper and I brought it to her and I said, would you make this for me? And she said, well, I could, but it's really big. And I said, I know. And then she said, well, and I said, I want it to be big. Bigger the better, baby. And she said, well, I mean, it's, it's probably going to be tacky big. I'm like, great. The bigger, the tackier, the better. And so she said, okay, you know, come back tomorrow and I'll, I'll have it ready for you. And I came back the next day and I put it on and she was like, oh my God, it's actually stunning. Like I, it, I may want to get one. And so I, I, and I looked in the mirror and I was actually surprised because I just thought it was going to be more like a big tacky thing that would just be visible of. And I went across the street to the grocery store and I asked if she wanted anything. She said, no, but I literally got bombarded by every single woman in the store who passed me was like, where did you get that? How do I get one? So I just started taking people's names and numbers because women were like pretty demanding. Like I would love to get one of those. Will you see if your jeweler will make one for me? So in 10 minutes time, I had 10, 10 names and numbers. Come uh, on. Seriously? Oh no, I'm serious. To the point where at the salad bar, there's a woman that was like, I need to buy that necklace off you. I'm, she was uh-huh. going on. She was going on a red eye that night back to Dallas, Texas. And she was going to be leading a, um, a keynote speech the next day on in getting people out of their heads and into their hearts. And she's like, if I could wear that while I was speaking, you know, in front of 150 people, my message would be conveyed very easily. So I called the jeweler and I said, hi, um, you wouldn't believe this, but everybody at Molly Stones wants one of your necklaces. And, you know, <laughs> so we just started laughing and that's how it began. The business founded in Molly Stone salad bar. I like it. Did you you sell her the necklace? I did. But the funny thing is I also do massage and I was trading the necklace for a massage. So I didn't even know what to charge her. I was like, what do I charge this woman? So my friend told me what to charge and that's how it began. So the story of your love journey is amazing. And I am going to talk about how you and I met in a minute, but I remember being I don't know where, I think I was at a bar or a restaurant having dinner with a girlfriend and I saw the bartender and she had one of your heart necklaces on. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's my friend, Lisa. And this woman had tears in her eyes. And she says that one of her customers had given it to her because she was having such a horrible day. And the woman who gave it to her, I knew as well, which was like super random, but to have that heart around her neck was such a symbol of like fierceness and warriorism that it was guiding this woman. And I was like, that is what is all about Lisa and collective hearts. And so your journey like lives so much further on than I think even it's imaginable because I mean, it was like just some random girl in a town that wasn't here. It was really cool. But you and I met, uh, I don't even know. It feels like forever ago. And it was because of Sparked and Sparkle, how great of a fusion that sounded. Um, And I immediately fell in love with you and your idea and your way of life and how you choose to live life. And so one of the things I love the most about you is I follow you on social media and I have loved watching your journey over the last several years with your trips uh, abroad in Haiti and helping underprivileged, you know, individuals rebuild their lives or after earthquakes, you've gone in and done a lot of work. Um, You also do a lot of women's retreats and helping women find who they are and embrace that. Um, and just really embrace love throughout the life that you live. Speak to us a little bit about where you came up with living your life in that way, because a lot of people don't. Um, so, well, I don't even know where to begin. I, Sorry, <laughs> I'm motivated by love and I, um, everything I do, it's really leading with love. And I'm always 
surprised that when you lead with love, I'm not surprised. It's it's uh, doors open in the most unexpected and amazing ways. Uh, when I went to Haiti in 2010, there was that devastating earthquake that I'm sure everyone remembers because no country had ever, you know, and, and I, I'd never seen suffering of that kind. And I ended up going to Haiti as soon as I could after the earthquake to volunteer and just fell madly in love with the Haitian people, their spirit, their perseverance, their strength, their dedication. And they're, they're like joy, even in the midst of so much sorrow and anguish, they were still singing and working together and doing everything they could to support these children in need. Um, and so I was just so inspired by the Haitians that were leading, were just leading with love, um, despite just being in such the depth of poverty that I started bringing volunteers and my, I was teaching um, 17 yoga classes at the time of that first trip and uh, 17 classes a week. And so I just started bringing my yoga students down to Haiti. And I, um, early on this one place that I was volunteering, this one woman was feeding 300 kids a day. She was feeding senior citizens. She was um, going into the tent cities and providing rice and bean distribution. Um, you name it, she was doing it. So I was volunteering with her and children kept arriving at her doorstep with literally nowhere to go. And she had land um, that she was like, had, that had become a tent city after the earthquake. And her dream was one day to, to transform that land into a children's home and school, a permanent home and school. So once I heard her dream, um, I, I was like, I'm going to do everything I can to make that a reality for you. So I started doing grassroots fundraising and um, we built a 12,000 square foot home and school in Haiti. I've led 22 trips to Haiti. And what, what amazes me the most and delights me and just brings me a lot of joy is you can bring anyone there to Haiti or you can bring anyone to volunteer and no matter what, everyone can make a difference. I had two kids that were five years old and seven years old. They were the youngest I brought to Haiti. I had 80-year-olds coming with me. And the amazing thing is the two-year-old, like five-year-old and the seven-year-old, they immediately ran into every children's home and school we went in. And language was not a barrier, even though the kids in, in Haiti speak Creole, um, which is a very unique blend of like French. The kids just spoke English and still they just immediately bonded. And that they brought all these just really fun games that they were able to communicate despite the bar language barrier. And then um, I brought people in their 80s and they were able to contribute in uh, very tangible ways. So where do you find the people that go on? Like I always, you hear about people leading these trips and um, taking these groups. Like for you, I'm 22 times to Haiti. It's amazing. And uh, where, do, where do you find these people that, go with you, which I think is super cool, especially since ages range from five to eighties. So, um, I've, you know, with, with like the younger kids, they came with their parents. Um, the, their mom took yoga classes for me. So I would share in my yoga classes on social media and, um, in newsletters that I have. So, and I would just invite people to come and just be of service, contribute responsibly. So but see what you guys can't see because this is the audio or yeah audio is the way that Lisa's smile lights <laughs> up when she talks about her work and being able to provide the purpose for others to give back and be of service is 
Like that is the greatest gift of all. And I think every part of your body is showing love and getting the love out there, whether it's yoga, whether it's philanthropy, whether it's hearts, it's just, it's all encompassing. And it's like every step you take is that of love. And it's so cool to be around. Like, I was so excited to get to talk to you today because I wanted to feel some good love, some good juju. (laughs) Oh, thank you. You know, there's a beautiful quote by, by Martin Luther King that I heard many years ago. And I, I I don't want to butcher it. It's like, everybody can be great because anybody can serve. All you need is a heart full of grace and a soul generated by love. I love it. I have one for you too, that I have on my desk and it's from uh, Shirley Grisholm. And it says service is the rent we pay for the privilege of living on this earth, which I think speaks to the same truth. Um, Speaking of movements and different uh, cultural moments that have gone on the black lives matter, um, you know, movement that we saw kind of created a new stream of hearts for your group. And it was a black heart. And one of the things that I thought was the coolest thing ever was when everything was going on, you put a necklace in an envelope and you sent it off to Michelle Obama. And what happened when you did that? Mm. Well, I want to, I want to uh, go back a little because what, what happened and how the, the Black Lives Matter necklace came about is um, about a year and a half before the George Floyd incident happened, Patrice Cullors, who's the co-founder of Black Lives Matter, she was speaking in San Francisco at a place called The Battery. A friend of mine, two friends of mine went up to Patrice after to thank her for her service and what she was doing. And one of them, one of my friends was wearing one of my large heart necklaces. So as Patrice is talking to my friend, she, she like points to my necklace and she said, where did you get that? And my, the woman, Heidi, was wearing it. And she said, oh, my friend Lisa makes it. And Patrice is like, she's like, it's so beautiful. And my friend Heidi said, can I give it to you? So just like your friend did to the bartender, Heidi took it off her and she placed it on Patrice's neck. Well, she takes a picture and sends it to me and said, this is the co-founder of Black Lives Matter wearing your necklace. Three days later, she's in LA Magazine. She's, in, she's on some cover of a magazine and Patrice is wearing the necklace. And she starts wearing it in all different places. So I reach, I start reaching out to Patrice and messaging her and saying, Hey, I'm the founder of black lives matter. I would love to send you more jewelry. So we start talking and we had, we had planned to create a black lives matter necklace. Um, And we, we were like supposed to meet at one point and all of it never happened. So um, we ended up going to, so when the black when Black Lives Matter and George Floyd happened, I messaged Patrice and said, "Hey, I just want to let you know I'm thinking about you, sending you love," and um, and then I ended up sending her a design, a, a potential design of a Black Lives Matter necklace, and I said, "You know, if you want, we could make this the Black Lives Matter necklace." And Patrice, now mind you, she had been on CNN that day, and she she was like all over the. She was, she was a little busy. She had a little bit yeah. going on. I mean, she was like the leader of the civil rights movement, you know, I mean, she still somewhat is, but like that was at the, at the most fervorish pitch. And she immediately gets back to me. She's like, I love it. Let's do it. And so I ended up reaching out to the two jewelers because one makes the hearts and one was, was like beating in the beat, like doing the beads by hand. So we were able to get three necklaces overnighted to the founders of black lives matter that same day, June 1st. And in June alone, we raised over $22,000 for Haiti. 
I mean, wow. not for Haiti, for Black Lives Matter. Sorry. 100% wow. of the proceeds of the Black Lives Matter goes to go directly to the Black Lives Matter. So um, it was so incredible just to see people like stepping forward and just saying, hey, you know, like I want to represent, I'm getting teary eyed. Like people wanted to show visibly that they supported Black Lives Matter. You know, mm-hmm. like I had so many friends that were like, oh my gosh, I want to get as many of these as I can. And I want to send them to my relatives to like, this could be the symbol where people are saying, Hey, I, I am unified and I'm in aligned with black lives matter. So then, um, I just, someone said to me, you know, we need to get one of these to Michelle Obama. We need to get one to Oprah Winfrey, you know, like all the, and so I posted on Facebook and I said, Hey, if anybody knows a way I can get one to Kamala Harris to black lives, um, to, um, Michelle Obama and to Oprah, please let me know. And then I get a message from a woman who taught at the same university, University of Hawaii as Barack Obama's sister. And she said, I love what you're doing. I, um, I have your spark game as well as I have your jewelry and I'm gonna message Barack Obama's sister and see if I could send them to her to send on to, on to Michelle. And so she immediately heard back from Barack's sister who was so lovely and she introduced us and so it was so heartwarming to be able to handwrite a letter to not only Michelle, but to our president, um, Barack Obama and his two, the two daughters. And I sent all the, three, the three women, um, the Black Lives Matter necklaces so and cool. wrote them all handwritten letters. And it was so like to be able just to thank them and to know that they were going to receive the letters and each read them. Like I had tears just streaming down. We so, call that skirt working. That's what we call that. The, where we, the power, we, uh, the positive power of social media that uh, we so rarely get to hear about. We only hear about all the negatives. So um, that's a great story. It is so uh, cool. It's so cool. And to see a movement of a simple, I want to, you know, have love around my neck, project across so many different platforms and people and, and have such impact. And every time you see it or every single time you put one on, like you do feel the love. It's like a magic piece of jewelry or armor. I have the earrings. I have the necklace. I have, <laughs> I have it all. Um, well, so- we'll definitely have to give your, your, um, anyone listening to this, a special discount. Yes. We will put that in our show notes. So what's up next for you? You've, you've done a board game. You've got necklaces, your yoga, your, you know, philanthropic. What, what do you got next coming up? Cause I know it's probably something good. So I am launching a coaching program on 222. Um February 20th. That's that's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You you'll you'll have to join. I so have to. Uh, <laughs> and it's all about self-love, self-love mastery. So it's um focusing on it's teaching people how to really truly embody self-love. And it's through a program I created that the mastery stands for manifestation, abundance, sovereignty, thriving, um, embodiment, radiance, and the word you and the word yes. So yes. Yeah. And it's uh, going through the chakras and it's really tangible, easy to implement practices so that you can infuse your day from the moment you wake up till you go to bed with self-love. And why is it, Fleece and I talk about this all the time, that women, women, we don't seem to give ourselves enough self-love. What is the, most of us don't give us ourselves any, let's be honest. Like we just, 
it's all about everybody else. Well, for one, it's the way our brains are wired, uh, the amygdala and all of that. We become our worst critic. And and instead, we deserve to be our best friend. Um, I led a sound healing last night, and there's a song that I played at the end of the sound healing, and it's it's called Oh, I Love You. It's by Essie Jane. And the only lyrics of the song, it's a lot of humming. And then at the very end of the song, she just starts to sing, oh, I love you. Oh, I love you. Oh, I love you most of all. And I shared with everyone, like I had played a lot of sound healing instruments. And at the very end, I said, I want you to hum along. And then as people are humming, because humming is actually really good for your heart. I shared, there's only a few lyrics of the song and I'd love for you to sing along. It's a song about self-love. And, you know, as people are singing and she just starts to sing, repeat again and again, oh, I love you. Oh, I love you. Oh, I love you most of all. And I asked everyone to place one hand on their heart, one hand on their belly. And you could just see tears rolling down people's eyes of just like, you know, I mean, it was just heartbreaking. Yeah. And I was like, the more that we truly envelop ourselves in love and because we deserve to be. And everybody listening to this, please, you know, you deserve love more than anyone on this Valentine's Day. And whether you're single, you're in a relationship, you deserve to just feel loved from head to toe. You deserve to feel respected, honored, appreciated, valued. And the more that you can do that for yourself, the more all areas of your life thrive. And it really begins with them. Amen, sister. Yeah. (laughs) We need to bottle that up and sell it. I think yeah. that, uh, join me on 222. Visible love in a bottle. I like the idea. I love the world it. could use a little of that. And yeah. I think we all have spent the last 24, 36, you know, how many of our months this life has been crazy. You know, we've all lost track of that self-love for ourselves because we've been in fight and flight mode for so many months, whether it's, you know, caring for your children, your spouses, your, you know, yourself, and, you know, just making sure you can survive through, you know, what we've all been through as a, as a world, um, to be able to ground and, and have a place to, to redefine that is, is pretty cool. I, um, personally just took a little bit of a 21 day siesta, as I like to call it, where I just was like, you know what, this girl's tired and I'm just all beat up and I'm not loving myself because I'm, so busy loving everyone else. And then you're exhausted, right? Because you're not really focusing in inward. Um, And it's, I think a lot of what you're talking about with, you know, the work you're doing on all different platforms is like finding that love and being okay to like have that grown ass woman moment where you're like, I need to love me before I can love anyone else. Right. Fleece, are are we a work in progress on that platform or what? I have a, a friend who always loves to say, you can't fill a glass from an empty pitcher. And uh, so it's always about, you know, making sure your, your pitcher's full before you go filling everybody else's glass. Um, honestly, I though, that. I do feel like, God, this, I, you know, with everything that's gone on in the world, like visible love is probably what the world needs more than anything else. Um, I mean, Lisa, let's just face it. You're the embodiment of that. How do we, uh, how do we, how do we share, how do we heal the world? How do we get more love out in the world right now? Like, it's just, it, it doesn't feel like a good place. Again, it begins within the more that we can just be the beacons of love and light. When you go out into the world, you know, you start by just nourishing yourself and just calling yourself 
darling and honey and, you know, and just looking in the mirror and saying, you are beautiful. You are beautiful. I love you. And then you go out and you compliment every single person. Go when you're at the register. Hey, you know, you see someone's name tag. Hey, Charlene, how's your day going? Um, often we're wearing masks, so we can't smile as much. However, we can compliment. <laughs> smile with your eyes. Yeah, smile with your eyes, strike up a conversation with someone in line and let your social media be inspiring. Be, you know, I mean, I, I make it a purpose. I mean, I make it a point. I'll be vulnerable and I'll share things that are hurting my heart. I, I don't complain though. And I don't, it's like, we can all be beacons of love and light. And when we lead by example, others want to follow that example. Um, I love when you post about, you'll be walking down the street and you'll see maybe a homeless person or somebody that catches your eye or you comes across your path and you're like, let's talk. And you talk and you'll post these stories about their journey or some moment that you've shared with this individual, whether it be five minutes and how it was impactful for your day. And I think we all have those moments or if we don't, we should strive to have those moments and connect with people because people need the connection. And, you know, it's a way of showing love, even though it's not, you know, a, a hard embrace or a kiss on the cheek. I mean, love comes in many different forms, the love language, if you will. Um, and I always find that part of you like so good. And I also really love uh, watching your yoga videos during the pandemic. You were streaming a ton of yoga videos, which I loved. You know, some days you were like in the mood, some days you were not, but you were out there every day. <laughs> stretching that body and showing everybody like, Hey, you know what? You got to love yourself. And that's yeah. how we're all going to get by. And it's a common theme that we've talked about so many times on this show is it starts from within and everyone has the ability to make a difference in this world in any walk that they take. And I think that's just like an underlying kind of tone that I think the inspired podcast kind of sets. Would you agree, Stacey? Yes, but I do think a lot of people have lost that ability to connect in that way, especially over the last couple of years. And it's not, um, it's not, it's not a hard thing, but it, it, I do think there has to be more of a conscious effort across the board if we really want to have that kind of impact on people. Right. Or even just waking up every day and being like, I'm going to do one act one of thing. love today. One thing, one thing. Just one. I'm going to tell somebody they look nice, or I'm going to say thank you and I mean it, or I'm going to let you in on the freeway, even though I need to get to where I need to go faster. You know, little acts make such a big difference. And women, we can do those little acts for each other. And I think that's the one thing that really 2022 for me is about leading that direction even further. What do you think? Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be big things, right? It doesn't have to be I love the trip to Haiti. It's amazing, but it doesn't have to be a trip to Haiti. It can just be a compliment of a stranger to a stranger whose hair looks great that day. Absolutely. Yeah, I like to I I do these things called compliment walks where I I'll like go on a walk in the neighborhood and I just I make it a point every single person I'll find something good about them and share it. I like, love yeah. that. It's yeah. so good. That's yeah. So good. It's so fun. If I see you walking on the other side of the street, I'm crossing over just to be part of that compliment walk. I'm going to, so, so you don't have to shout at me across the street. I'm going to, I'm going to come to you. No, instead, I'm going to invite you to go on a compliment walk later. All so right, you're on. I'm in. 
you're doing it. Samantha's doing it. And now there's three people. And then when we're doing our errands, we do compliment errands. You know, what's interesting too, is when you do compliment someone, how a lot of times, like I love if a woman has got it going on and she is walking with purpose, like you'll say something and people get kind of thrown or all oh my God, they're, they're like, what do you, they don't know what, do what to do. What do you I was, want? The, what? I was at the grocery store one day and I was just in my normal little getup and this woman comes, comes around and then comes around again. And she goes, I just have to say something. I love what you were putting out today. Thank you for showing up. And I was like, thank you for making my day, <laughs> but oh, it doesn't no. take much, right? No. <laughs> well, Lisa, you are an inspiration to us. You're an inspiration to the world. We will continue to follow your journey and to continue to support you. What is your website where people can learn more about Collective Hearts and Sparked? So I have a few different websites. The Collective Hearts site is www.collectivehearts.co. Um, I can make any kind of code you want. So just let me know uh, so that all your listeners can get a discount. Actually, they can get sparked on the Collective Hearts website. Perfect. Yeah. And then Perfect. my personal website for my 222 program is my name. It's Lisa Rueff, L-I-S-A-R-U-E-F-F.com. Excellent. And we will put both of those in our show notes. Um, Lisa, you're amazing. Your work speaks for itself. The heart around your neck is as big as your heart around this world. And we are so honored and inspired to get to spend 30 minutes with you on this wonderful Valentine's Day. And for everyone else, get out there, have a great week, have a great month. And uh, thanks for joining Inspired.